Welcome, race fans, to the Stickers and Scuffs podcast with Cam K and Graydon Bunn. True Canadian race fans. This show is presented by Remax Jack. Call Remax Jack and start to pack. Green flag is out. Let's get this podcast underway. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. Cam K, Graydon Bunn, and the wheelman, Wally Wilson, pinch hitting today. Uh, because we had a cancellation and we got to get this guy on here. Uh, I don't know what happened the last time uh, Wally was invited to come on. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, yeah, do you remember that, uh, Wally? I think we had some issue with the race car or something, maybe. I was stuck working on that. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Either way, he ditched us. That's what happened last time, everybody. <laughs> Strike X. Um, so, Wally, we're, we're glad to have you on the show. Clearly, you're you're sporting the Colton Everingham number today just because uh, he's a great teammate of yours. But, oh, no, it's Jimmy Johnson. Okay. Uh, anyways, Wally, it's thank a great you shirt, so much. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you on, Wally. Uh Let's let's first let's talk about it, man. We're gonna start off with the legendary name. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. When we heard that Wally Wilson name, we hadn't met you, we hadn't heard of you, but as soon as we heard it, it was like that's a racing name right there. You had to be a racer. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. to, it sounds like a like a like superhero name like the alliterate like immediately i think of like wally west like kid flash if you're a dc guy like i am or wade wilson deadpool if you're a marvel guy that's uh it's a badass name man it's a good handle for a racer for sure well thank you yeah. i feel now now that we kind of have been talking about this we do need to get somebody to make a comic because you've got the nickname you've got wheel man so yeah i mean that sounds like a superhero name right there so somebody's <laughs> got to get out there. We got to get somebody that's an artist to, to create that. But uh, Wally, let's start off with with how did uh, how did you get into racing? Uh, I started go karting when I was about six or seven, and then uh, just kept moving up from there. Like my dad used to race at Salville back in like the nineties before I was born, so he was always kind of like around it. And then I was just always watching NASCAR and all that, and then just kept racing i guess <laughs> so who was the first driver that you remember that i remember yep first uh, driver that you saw on tv on tv jeff gordon i think <laughs> man that seems to nice. be a popular one with those 90s <laughs> so jeff gordon what was it about the racing that got you interested uh i guess just watching like the speed and uh, like obviously the good close racing and obviously as a little kid you want to watch cars get destroyed so you always you, you, you always want to see that but at the same time like you don't want to see anyone get hurt <laughs> so wally how old of a guy are you now then uh 23 so at the ripe old age of 23 can you just i gotta put you on the spot here just rapid fire what disciplines what types of race cars have you run in your young years uh go-karts midgets uh, i ran the pro midgets which is pretty well the same just with suspension mm -hmm. uh i ran modifieds and pro late 
And then I did one mini stock race, but it wasn't really anything special. <laughs> so that's kind of a, uh, another, leads to another part of the question. Where does that motivation to run like, and you're not always just doing one thing at a time. Like you can, you're running multiple disciplines at a time. Where does that motivation to, to do so much come from? Uh, honestly, we just, keep buying cars and it's just something to do <laughs> just, you go into a weekend and you're like oh i could race this car I could race that car and then all of a sudden you're like oh i could bring both cars i don't know <laughs> so when you get so this is this is the thing that's very fascinating there's a lot of people out there that are big race fans but the the process from becoming a from a fan to being an actual driver did you make that decision by yourself? Was it a family decision? Did you just find a car randomly one day? Um, like, how did that process happen? Oh, uh, well, I think one year for Christmas, my dad signed us up for go-kart, like me and my sister up for go-karts. And then basically it just kind of went from there. We just, I kept going with it. I went from the go-karts to the midget and then it just, it's progressed from there. <laughs> nice. And in terms of the progression, A, how was the go-kart experience when you first got in there? And B, did you want to go right up to stock cars right away? Or did you kind of have to take a, a step back and go, oh, we can't really do that? Oh, uh, well, like, like when I was go-karts, I seemed to, like I did arrive and drive. So like I didn't have my own cart or anything. It was just show up and drive. Um, and I seemed to do pretty good at that. And then we kept like, we were talking about it. We were kind of like looking into stuff. We were looking at the TQ midgets. We were looking into the outlaw midgets. We were looking into mini stock, like all that kind of stuff. And, uh, seemed like the best option was the midget because it was pretty much a go-kart. Right. So, and then after doing a bunch of years in those and I was successful. We ended up buying the modified and spin hit or miss. Some, some races go well, some races don't, but you know, now we got to grow late. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's obviously one of the things that the reason we want to get you on well is because you're kind of the, the every man you really will, will wheel anything if you're allowed to. <laughs> and uh, in Ontario, obviously, we have a, somewhat of a ladder system. There's a lot of different avenues that you can go. What was it that drew you to modifieds? Was it that it was available and you just, <laughs> you took whatever you could get? Oh, uh, well, we've always, like, we've always watched, like, the tour modifieds on TV. We've always watched, like, the Oscar modifieds, like, and they've always just been one of my favorite race cars. So it was just kind of like, we found one for sale that wasn't overpriced or anything, picked it up and just kind of stuck with it since. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can ask this depending on who's listening, but do you have a like of all the types of things that you run, do you have a favorite discipline or at least one that you maybe think suits you best or just, is it just that running all these different things just keeps you that well-rounded? Oh, uh I'd probably say like the modified the best just because mm -hmm. it's probably one of the cooler cars you'll see. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, just like, I, I really like the midget. I really like the pro late, but there's just something about modifieds. <laughs> 
the yeah. horsepower and the yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the visual appeal of them. They're just such a, a badass looking rig. Exactly. <laughs> well, do you have obviously you and you and Colton? I think you guys have run as a team um, yeah. in, in the the modifieds and had some really good runs actually this year. Um, so, in terms of the field, there very competitive, but who would you say that is the class of that field that you have to be? And you can't say Andy Kamrath because clearly Andy Kamrath <laughs> is in another dimension um, with how he runs that 89. Every race, every race I saw him in, um, as you see my cat's butt now on the, uh, the screen there. <laughs> Thank you, Nala. For, you see this, this hovering tail right here. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets better and better, doesn't it, Grain? Man, she'll do anything uh, for attention. Um, <laughs> so you can't see any cameras because, again, like I said, he's all he's always way out in front. Every time I've seen the Modifieds race, he's cleaning up. So you got to pick somebody else. Who is it that's that's up there that's somebody that you have to beat? I assume you're, you mean like full-time guys, right? Absolutely. Uh, there's quite a few, actually. Like you have... Dale Reinhardt's usually up front. You have TJ Edwards, who's just ever since he got in the series, he's been up front, unless he has an issue, but he's very rare. Um, like, there's a lot of guys. Pretty well, the whole field's just close. <laughs> and that's what's so, what's so awesome about the Ontario racing scene. I think what a lot of people get, and we've we focused mainly on the NASCAR Penny Series on this podcast, but because we have an off-season – Availability is not always the easiest thing to get. And we want to showcase some of the younger names in Ontario racing. Some of the names that we want to see eventually move up the ladder. The competition level seems across that in midgets, in the prolates, in modifieds, that it is like, there's so many different people who could win week in and week out. Is that what you're experiencing? Yeah. Like you go in the midgets, there's like pretty well the whole field anybody can win it just takes you just have to be lucky really and then modified same thing you go in there you know there's at least 10 cars that can win the race every weekend and then obviously the pro late you just everyone's within a couple of tens and you just you just know that you make one mistake and you're going to the back <laughs> that's the thing like the all these series that you're running in everybody's super hungry and like you said the the competition level is uh super tight everybody's under a blanket uh keeping a positive mental attitude i mean you're 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 kind of going to school every time out there watching these guys too right that are uh running perfect lines and and however they they set their cars up and whatnot um how do you keep racing fun uh see that's the thing like we go we'll run an apc race and obviously you run like pretty well the top guys in ontario if not canada and like obviously that's really frustrating and then run a modified and pretty well same thing like you can have a decent run but with me like that's why we still run the midget like it's mm -hmm. fun we go to the racetrack like we don't really it's not as stressful you don't have like you don't have as many eyes on you i guess would be the best right. way to put it and mm -hmm. it's just, like with our midget we like we do a little bit but it's like basically a couple of days before we start working on it and then bring it to the track and just don't really yeah. do as much we're like 
you're on the pro later, the modified, you're at the track, you're making adjustments, you're making changes. Like, I don't know. keeps it fun, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I would say like, that's, that's the thing I was talking like, as you were talking about this ladder system, as you're trying to develop your career, you still got to do those things that keeps a smile on your face and, and yep. doesn't make it all just business all the time. Yep. Exactly. Like you look at even like Kyle Larson or Kyle Bush, they go back, like Larson goes back and runs yeah. midgets and Kyle Bush will go run a super late. Like it's the same kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. I think like just talking about that, I think I had that kind of that aha thing right there. It was just like, I see the beauty in it for like, it doesn't matter where you are on that ladder. You kind of still want to do that regardless, just because it's, it's probably good for your self-confidence, but it's also just fun if nothing else. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like, obviously racing is not really like, it's not a job, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you're out there to just go have fun, like obviously take it serious, but you're not, you're not making right. money at it, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's been the common theme that we hear about racing yeah. is you're not making money, but that's a great segue into one of the things that we are really passionate about and that's helping find sponsors for people. I don't think, people really realize until they've actually discussed with drivers and team members, the expenses that go into a race weekend. Now, obviously we've talked with guys up in the, the Pinty series and the Xfinity series about how expensive their stuff is for a team in the midgets in the modifieds. What's your process in trying to find sponsorship? Uh, basically like at the, when you're at the like lower levels, like not saying they're low levels, but compared to the Pinty series and Xfinity series, you're just kind of like every little bit helps really. Like you take, you can take a hundred bucks, you can take thousand bucks, you can take 10,000 bucks, right? Like it's all, <laughs> it's all about basically who wants to help and what, what they want out of it, what they, how big they want the sticker on the car, what, like if they want appearances, all that kind of thing. Right. Every dollar goes to good use. It's, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So in, in that case, is it still your crew? Let's just say the crew. Volunteer, family, what is it that, that you go about to, to get get people to come and help you? Uh, it's a bit of like we have like my one crew chief, he's he's gone and helped like IMSA teams, NASCAR teams, all that wow. stuff. So he's He's, uh, he's definitely, it's, it's nice to have him around. Like he's been a good friend of mine for years. So he's, he's always willing to come help. And then you get guys like just people that you meet in racing and they want to come help and that's always good. And then that's about it so far. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is that Graydon has a shot at being a tire changer, right? I always do this. There's people, <laughs> if you ever need a hand doing stuff, I am fit. I'm 40, but I'm. A young 40. <laughs> I'll this, that guy, in mind. <laughs> this guy, this guy over here. How many injuries have you had this year, Graydon? Oh, I've had a few injuries. Yeah, but, yeah. But... Yeah, we we yeah. But but this is what we're saying is that I think people that don't know that they can get involved in racing. I, I think a lot yep. of people are like, like ourselves, even we had no idea that there was an interest in having a podcast and people would be willing to, people would want to come on the podcast, which is shocking 
uh, to talk with us, these two schmucks here, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's, that's very difficult, but when you're going about trying to get a sponsorship, um, are you actively cold calling? Are you going and trying to meet people or is it just more or less, if you want to come and be a part of this, come and be a part of it. You know, uh, I see a lot of social media stuff for race teams and, and yourself included. Um, what's kind of the strategy? Uh, it's a bit of everything, honestly. Like if someone wants to come to you and sponsor you, you're, you're not going to turn it down, obviously, but you try and meet with people, you try and call people, email, like all that stuff. You just pretty well just never stop. You just keep going, keep going to different companies, different people, everything. <laughs> well, you have a couple of longtime partners that have been with you. Um, we obviously want to make sure that you get an opportunity to talk about them. Um, and because they've, they've been across, I think, all all three of, or four types of cars that you've driven. Yep. Uh, we got the fireplace and patio shop, which is obviously my parents' business. So it's, it's I've got to be on the car, basically. Then <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got have one have one.com who supplies us with our decals and everything they've been with me since 2016 i think around there so it's been a long time and then uh larry's small engine repair which will help us with the midget and stuff um got mr transmission of own sound this year we had uh napoleon come on for a few races and i think that's all maybe yeah. I might be forgetting one. I've got I've got the car on the screen here. So. <laughs> I got the ones you can see at least. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the ones that you can see for sure. Uh, <laughs> rapid fire in a way. Tracks across Ontario. If you had a choice that you haven't been to, which track are you going to to race, Wally? Oh, that I haven't been to. You have not been to. Uh, I want to say probably CTMP or Ooh. the old oval they used to have there. I never got to be there. And then probably Barry Speedway as well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Those are some good. Those are, it's funny. You pick uh, his old stomping ground, my old stomping ground. And that's yeah. <laughs> oval and, and uh, Barry Speedway. And Barry, yeah. Then you got to go, man. If, you've, if we're talking the tour, what wheel and modified track do you want to go and race at? Oh, definitely yes. Stafford. Stafford. Staff- yeah. Stafford or New Smyrna. Oh my God, man. Those, I mean, we, we've, we had a Justin Bonds, we were, uh, I would think it was like right in the first couple of months, I think that we did the podcast grade. Yeah. Uh, he really opened our eyes to the modifieds and is such a good champion for those series. And yeah, I mean, from the races that we've been able to catch, the modifieds in Ontario are no different. Uh, there's such fantastic racing in the Oscar series. And if we're going to look towards the future here, Wally, um, where do you see yourself? Uh, I like, I'd love to be obviously a cup driver, but that's chances of that are pretty slim. Cause it's just, it's a lot of money to get there. Mm-hmm. But um I like I see myself hopefully one day being in the tour running with all those guys. But yeah, so we'll try and make it happen. Maybe maybe do some races in the States with the modified we have now or we'll see how things go. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's it's so guys, it's good to have people that that have that ambition that want to go and say, you know what, cup is maybe not not realistic for me, but you know what, I could really go out there and race with some of those guys because again, when we talked, I think, and great, and I think you probably agree with this. Justin very much came off like a Pinty's driver in a way, like yep. very much like this is, this is our equipment. We have to go out. We have to get the yeah. sponsors. It's and grassroots it's, for sure. It's grassroots and it's not bad. And people, I think people sleep on a lot of racing across the world. I think a lot of people got to see, and I, I will credit G force TV for being able to catch um, the Oscar modified races, the Oscar hot rods, a lot of racing that we maybe wouldn't have been able to catch um, many years ago. And of course with COVID, we weren't able to, to see much of it, but yeah. you know, you know that you've got supporters here. Um, we absolutely love our grassroots racing and uh, let's get your social medias out there in case uh, people would like to follow you and, or maybe there's a sponsor out there. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be Wally Wilson racing on Facebook wally wilson 69 on instagram i think and i think also the same on twitter excellent great and what do you have to say to mr wally wilson well man it's uh, like uh, we were saying uh we didn't uh, we weren't able to put a, a face to the name when we heard it but uh it's awesome that uh we even got to, we saw you at the races and uh, I don't know if you necessarily knew it or not, but uh, I think it was Flamborough you were at, right? I think, Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. Or Delaware. Delaware when we first, we saw each other. We, That's we right. We each other and just kind yeah. of carried on. It was Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> Delaware, you, you guys were sitting behind us and I'm like, I swear <laughs> to God. I swear that's, that's Wally and, and I think you were with Connor Ross and um, who else were you with? I think I was with Carson too. And with Carson. Yeah, like, I swear that was them, right? And it was only after they got you guys got up and left. Yeah. And we're like, oh, those were the guys uh, that were behind us. Oh, okay. at any rate, Wally, it's uh, it's good to to meet you, whether it's uh, not necessarily face to face physically, but uh, we won't uh, it won't be the last time we see you. So uh, have a good off season, and we'll talk again, man. Yep, thank you for having me on, guys. Yeah, we definitely no want to thank uh, Wally Wilson for coming on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. Thank you guys all for, for checking us out. We'll catch you all next week.